Welcome to the broadcast of Exceedingly Abundant Ministries in cooperation with Bethel Worship Center of Joplin, Missouri. Their goal is to win the lost, disciple Christians, set the captives free, and see the sick made whole. Bethel Worship Center is located at 3125 West 20th Street in Joplin. Weekly service times are Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and a Wednesday evening Bible study at 6.30 p.m. For more information, visit their website at BethelJoplin.org. Now, here is Pastor Gary Culp with today's message. Well, good afternoon. The Lord bless you. What do we know for sure? God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. Let's pray for souls. Father, we're crying out to you for the eternal salvation of every boy and girl, man and woman in Missouri, Kansas, Oklahoma, and Arkansas, their past, present, future spouses, all the children they have now in the future and their family members, all grandchildren they have now in the future and their family members, all great-grandchildren they have now in the future and their family members. Father, we're sending the Holy Spirit to convict each person of sin, righteousness, and judgment. Lord Jesus, make yourself real to each person, your incarnation, your perfect life, the great miracles you did, your death, burial, and resurrection, your precious atoning blood, the revelation and understanding that by your stripes we were healed would come to every boy and girl, man and woman. And Father, they would humble themselves before you, repent of their sins, receive Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord, and being gloriously born again from above. And Father God, you'd get every person to a good Bible-believing, teaching church. They would then be baptized in water, receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Every Christian would become a true disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ ever uh, captive will be set free and all the sick Lord would be healed from every sickness and every disease and Father your people would receive and walk in financial abundance prosperity debt cancellation of their debts the full blessing of Abraham whom God blessed in all things and we agree for that right now and Father we love the Jewish people number one we cry for their salvation we pray that all the blinders and scales would fall off their hearts and minds They would see that Jesus Christ is the Messiah. He is their Savior and Lord, and they would be gloriously born again from above. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem and obedience to your word. And, Father, we agree with your word that they have title deed to all the land of of Canaan. Father, you would restore that to them. Father, we pray that in in these battles and the battles they have in the future, Father, you will give them total victory, as in the Psalm 83 war and the Ezekiel 38-39 war. We thank you for it, Lord Jesus. Uh, we pray that you'll completely destroy and, and remove Hamas, Hezbollah, Iran, Syria, and Lebanon from doing any evil against the Jewish people. And, Father, you would stop them and destroy them if necessary. And, Father, again, we thank you for them. Keep them safe. If any of them get injured, heal them and restore them. And, again, Lord Jesus, let everyone know that Jesus Christ is Lord and that you love the nation of Israel and the Jewish people. And we bless them, too, in Jesus' name. Also, Heavenly Father, there's so many wicked, evil things going on in these last three years. And therefore, Father, we cry out to you. We need your help. Father, we're crying against, Father God, um, all the illegal aliens that have come into this country. Father God, foreign soldiers terrorists, pedophiles, drug dealers, drug traffickers, 
People, terrorists have come forth to do evil in America. And Father, you re, you've revealed that there's 12 different sleeper cells in America. Father, expose them to law enforcement. And whether it be through law enforcement, your angelic hosts drive them out of their country. Don't let them do any terrorist activities in America. Stop their evil. Drive them out. Father, we pray that you would secure our borders. And we thank you for it. And also, Father God, we pray uh, that you would protect our water, our plants and animals and food from all mRNA uh, material. Don't let anyone put that material in them. We pray, Father, that you would secure, Father God, our power grid. Father, don't let there be any attacks against our water, electricity, gas, oil, or coal. Father, don't let anybody poison our water table or our city water. Father, if they try to do it, stop them. Also, Father God, we pray, Father, you not allow the power grid to be attacked and any power station taken out. Please protect our farms and our fruit production plants, Lord Jesus. We're believing for a great harvest of crops this year, and we thank you for it by faith. Father, we cry against the digital currency, Father God, that Joe Biden, the Fed, and the WF are trying to bring forth. Father, this is from the pit of hell. It's evil. It's wicked. It's part of the one world government. We cry out against it. Father, send their plans into confusion and to May they fight among themselves, and we agree there'll be no digital currency until after the rapture of the church and the dollar bill and the ability to be used cash will be strong until that time. And Father, we thank you again for that by faith. And again, Father God, you know the terrible persecution that's come against your servant Donald Trump, conservatives and Christians. And Father God, we are reminded of the book of Esther. Father, we are your Mordecais. We are believing and agreeing together. You will continue to provide for us abundantly. Father, you will protect us from the wicked one and these wicked evil people that are coming against us. And just like Mordecai, Father, we will be promoted even in these evil times and abound and accomplish your will and purpose and death destiny for our lives. And Father, the Hamans, you know who the Hamans are, Father. Those who are trying to persecute, destroy, and even kill us, not only would they not be able to do it, Father God, but as they would continue to do these evil things, you would literally, like you did in the book of Esther, Lord, you would hang them in the very gallows that they've prepared for us. So we agree concerning these things. We thank you for it. And Father, we declare now unto him who's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or thank according to the power that worketh in us. In us. Father God, do you be the glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. Okay. Well, today we're going to have a part two. Last week we looked in Ezekiel chapter 38 and tried to get a little bit in Ezekiel 39, but I don't want to rush it. I want you to understand how deeply God loves uh, the nation Israel. And the blessings in your life, many of them hang on how you treat and regard the Jewish people. Let's go first of all to Genesis chapter 12, and let's establish some, some very basic things. Genesis 12, And the Lord said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. Now notice verse 3. Verse 3 is happening today. It's happened ever since God said it. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse them that curseth thee. And in thee, the Jewish people, Abraham and his seed, shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Say hallelujah. 
So I bless the Jewish people. I support the Jewish people. I pray for the Jewish people, and I am blessed. And God says I am blessed. But you know that's not true about everybody. Let's establish how, how God said about the land they're supposed to have. Let's go first of all to Genesis 13, start verse 14. And the Lord said unto Abram, after Lot had separated from him, Lift up now thine eyes, and look toward the place where thou art northward, and southward, and eastward, and westward. And all the land which thou seest, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed forever. Did you hear the word forever? Okay. And I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth, so that if a man could number the dust of the earth, then shall thy seed also be numbered. Arise, walk through the land in the length of it and in the breadth of it, for I give it unto thee. God gave it to them. God owns everything. Okay. The government owns nothing. God owns everything. Okay. In fact, the government is the people, right? Okay. That's been forgotten. Then Abram removed his tent and came and dwelt by the oaks of Mamar, which is in Hebron, and there he built an altar unto the Lord. So, okay, what did all that lie on encompass? Let's couple more scriptures. Go to Genesis chapter 15, verse 18. In the same day the Lord made a covenant with Abram. God did saying unto thy seed have I given this land from the river of Egypt unto the great river the river Euphrates okay he's giving him the boundaries of the land okay in other words God says I'm giving you all the land of Canaan it's God's to give the earth is the Lord's the fullness of them, uh, of it and them that dwell therein do you understand that okay one more scripture then we'll get on to our passage Genesis 17, verse um, 7 and 8. And I will establish my covenant between me and thee and thy seed after thee in their generations for an everlasting covenant. That means it lasts forever. To be a God unto thee and to thy seed after thee. And I will give unto thee and to thy seed after thee the land wherein thou art a sojourner. Again, hear me. Hear God all the land of Canaan for an everlasting possession and I will be their God. Okay. The land of Canaan is three times bigger than the land that they have right now. Do you understand that? So any president on any side of the thing that tries to make a peace deal and get them to divide the land is bringing them and the nation under a curse. No. God says, I give it not only what they have, but I give them more. And probably in the Psalm 83 war, and definitely by the time this Ezekiel 38, 39 war, they will get all their land. Okay. So you try to mess with Israel and divide their land, you come on a curse. If you preach replacement uh, theology that God is no longer blessing the Jewish people and he doesn't use them anymore and their covenants are no good, you come under the curse too. That may, may explain the situation you're in right now in your life so repent love the jewish people pray for them and and agree with me they have right to all the land of canaan and god will give it all to them okay to them okay ezekiel 39 therefore 
Thou son of man, prophesy against Gog, and say, Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I am against thee. Okay, God says he's against them. If God's against you, uh-oh. <laughs> o Gog, the chief prince of Meshach and Tubal. Well, of course, we need to go back to Ezekiel 38. Okay, and God tells us the different tribes and, and areas he's talking about. Okay, the nations in, involved, you have to go back to Genesis, I mean to Exodus, uh, Ezekiel 38, 1 through 5. The nations that are involved in this war that are coming against Israel are Russia, Turkey, Iran, Sudan, Libya, and Ethiopia. Okay, and there may be some of the stands too. These will come against Israel. In Ezekiel 38, just a little remembrance, God will put a hook in their jaw and pull them down. They want to do this evil thing, but now it's God's timing, and he's pulling them in for their destruction. Here it is, little Israel and all these nations are coming against them. It would be like coming against New Jersey in the United States. <laughs> How terrible, right? Okay. So God says, I'm pulling you guys in here. You're going to come in to destroy Israel, but no, I'm going to destroy you. Okay, and God gives us more details in Ezekiel 38. <clears throat> Just a little reminder how God's going to do it. When those six nations come down to destroy Israel, go back to verse 19, God says, I'm going to send a great shaking, great earthquakes. I'm going to send torrential rains. I'm going to send great hailstones, fire, and brimstone. Now, that's exciting to know because we are probably going to be alive when this takes place. We're going to get to watch, and all the stations will say, here comes all these nations against little Israel, and God Almighty is fighting for them on their behalf. Remember, the only true God, the only true God is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the only true God. So, he's going to send great earthquakes, torrential rains, hailstones, fire and brimstones. Remember, this is under New Testament. Okay, this is probably within the next couple years. Did you hear this? Okay. Very, very soon. They're getting set up now. They already have their alliances together. Do you get the picture here? Okay. This is under grace. <laughs> and yet it's from the Old Testament. And it's getting ready to happen. Do you understand that? Okay. Now God says, here they come. And now let's continue in Ezekiel 39. Therefore says thou son of man, prophesy against Gog, and say, Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I am against thee. If God is against you, you've got problems. Okay. O Gog, the chief prince of Meshach and Tubal, and I will turn thee back and leave but a sixth part of thee, and will cause thee to come up against the north parts, and will bring them upon the mountains of Israel. Last week I just gave you, a, and this is just a guess figure. Say of those six nations, they have 12 million soldiers. Okay. And when they come against Israel through the earthquake, the hailstones, the torrential rains, fire, and brimstone, God is going to kill, say if there's 12 million, 
10 million of them. God's killing 10 million of them. He's using nature. He's using weather. He's using climate change. <laughs> Did you hear that? That was funny, wasn't it? Yeah, God's in charge of the weather. <laughs> so you better get right with God. Okay. He's using all these things, and he's going to kill. God's killing 10 million people. God Almighty is killing 10 million people because they're the bad guys remember old and new testament righteous unrighteous you're the unrighteous uh-oh you're going to die and go to hell and also in this life you're going to suffer many defeats so humble yourself repent receive jesus and savior as savior and lord and be one of the good guys and be blessed and get to go to heaven and receive the mercy and grace of god okay but let's continue verse three and I will smite thy bow out of thy left hand and will cause thine arrows to fall out of thy right hand. God's doing this. Thou shalt fall upon the mountains of Israel, thou and all the hordes and the peoples that are with thee. I will give thee unto the ravenous birds of every sort and to the beast of the field to be devoured. Again, we're going to see more of that. God is going to make them bird food and food for the animals. Okay? Oh, yes, God is love. But he's also holy and a God of wrath. And you better receive Jesus or you have hell to look forward to for eternity. And 10 million of these people, and it could be more if it's a greater army, will be dead. And God is killing them. Just thank you. You're going to get killed here on earth and you're going to spend eternity in hell. You don't want to be on the wrong side of God. Receive his son Jesus right now. Verse 5. Thou shalt fall upon the open field, for I have spoken it, saith the Lord God. And I will send fire on Magog and among those who dwell securely in the coastland, and they shall know that I am the Lord. So will I make of my holy name known in the midst of my people, Israel. My people, Israel. Remember, uh, Israel is God's wife. Okay, you don't mess with God's wife. <laughs> you better love God's wife, just like the church is the bride of Christ. Better not mess with Jesus' bride, or bad things will happen now and forever. Okay. And I will not let them pollute my holy name anymore, and the nations shall know. Okay, the nations shall know. Every nation on planet Earth is going to get a lesson on who the true God is and his love for Israel. Okay, do you get this in mind? This is what God's doing. Let's continue. And the nations shall know that I am the Lord, the Holy One in Israel. Behold, it is come and is done, saith the Lord God. This is the day of which I have spoken. And they that dwell in the cities of Israel shall go forth and shall set on fire and burn the weapons, both the shields and the bucklers, the bows and the arrows and the hand spikes and the spears, and they shall burn them with fire seven years. Okay. Just think if it is 10 million people, it's going to take them seven years the Jewish people, to burn all the weapons. Okay. Now, remember, the tribulation lasts for seven years. So, this has got to take place before the tribulation starts. Oh, look at all the things going on right now. Okay. And whether this is the Psalm 83 or the Ezekiel 38, 39 war going on right now, this is going to happen, and it's going to happen soon. And it'll take them seven years to burn all those weapons. Wow. That's a lot of weapons, isn't it? 
Verse 10, so shall they, so shall they uh, take no wood out of the field, neither cut down any out of the forest, for they shall burn the weapons with fire, and they shall spoil those that spoiled them, and rob those who robbed them, saith the Lord God. So the Jews are going to get all the booty. <laughs> That's how, you know, uh, here's a good, if you're a Christian, stand on the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. I believe in these end days there's going to be a great wealth transfer, okay, to the godly. Stand on that promise of God and receive that inheritance. But in this war, the Jews, the nation Israel, they're going to get all the booty and the good stuff. Not only burn the weapons, but get the treasures. That's how God works, because the Bible says so. Verse 11, And it shall come to pass in that day that I will give unto Gog a place there of the gra graves in Israel, the valley of the travelers on the east of the sea, and, and it shall stop the nose of the travelers. In other words, it's going to really stink. Yeah. Whew. And there shall they and and there shall they bury Gog and all his multitude, and they shall call it the valley of Hammon Gog. And seven months shall the house of Israel be burying them that they may cleanse the land. Okay. It takes seven years to burn all the weapons from this war, which God has done on behalf of Israel. And it's going to take the Jewish people seven months to bury all the dead people. Seven months. And yes, that's going to stink. Man, that's terrible, isn't it? But that's reality. You better get on the right side of God. God's on the right. You want to be right with God? Get on his right. Okay. Verse 13. Yea, and all the people of the land shall bury them, and it shall be to their renown on the day that I shall be glorified, saith the Lord God. In other words, God says, I'm going to get the glory out of this. Every nation on earth is going to know I did this. Oh, so boy, as we are still here, talk about an open door for evangelism. You see what God did? It's just like in Ezekiel 38, 39, you better get saved or you're going to be bird food too and die and go to hell. Repent and receive Jesus now. It's heaven or hell. You need to tell people Jesus is coming soon. This is going to happen. Verse 14, and they shall set apart men for the continual task of passing through the land to bury with the help of the travelers, those that remain upon the face of the land to cleanse it. After the end of seven months shall they make their search. And the travelers that pass through the land, when any seeth a man's bone, then shall he set up a sign by it till the barriers have buried it in the valley of Hamongog. And also the name of the city shall be Hamona. Thus shall they cleanse the land. And thou son of man, thus saith the Lord God. Okay. Who's talking? God's talking. Okay. Speak unto every feathered fowl. Yes, it's good to talk to the animals. This is a little different. I talk to my dogs. You talk to yours? Okay. Speak unto every feathered fowl and to every beast of the field. Assemble yourselves and come gather yourselves. So speak aloud to those birds and tell them, hey, party time. Party time for the birds. Well, what kind of party? Let's read. Assemble yourselves and come, gather yourselves in every side to my sacrifice. God's sacrifice. God is making a sacrifice for the birds. This is the word of God, you know. 
that I do sacrifice for you, even a great sacrifice upon the mountains of Israel, that they may eat flesh and drink blood. Oh, God says to the, uh, the, the, the beast of the field and to the fowls, come now, guys, I'm providing you a feast. Blood and bones. Mm-mm-mm. See, that's what happens when you're God's enemies. You become bird food. And then you just die and go to hell. Why would you want to do that? Repent. Receive Jesus today. Verse 18, you shall eat the flesh of the mighty and drink the blood of the princes of the earth, of rams, of lambs, and of goats, of bullocks, all of them fatlings of Bashan. And you shall eat fat until you be full and drink blood till you be drunk. Now, you understand as believers, we can't get drunk. But the birds can get drunk and they're getting drunk with blood. The blood of those 10 million or more people that God has killed because they came against the Jewish people. Remember, you come against the Jewish people, your bird food, and your home will be hell. Do you understand that? God says, I'm back to Genesis 12, 3, I will bless those that bless thee and curse those that curseth thee. Hasn't changed. Okay. And you shall eat fat till you be full and drink the blood till you be drunk of my sacrifice, which I have sacrificed for you which God has sacrificed for the birds. Okay. Verse 20, Thus shall you be filled at my table with horses and with chariots, with mighty men, and with all men of war, saith the Lord God. And I will set my glory upon the nations. And here it is. I didn't make this up. All the nations. That's the United States of America. That's Mexico. That's Canada. Okay. That's Britain. Okay. All the nations shall see my judgment that I have executed and my hand that I have laid upon them. Everyone's going to know. No excuse. Everyone will know. Okay. So the house of Israel shall know that I am the Lord their God from that day and forward. Hallelujah. And the nations shall know that the house of Israel went into captivity for their iniquity because they trespassed against me. Therefore hid I my face from them and gave them into the hand of their enemies. So fell they all by the sword. According to their uncleanness and according to their transgressions have I done unto them and hid my face from them. You know, even when Israel was disobedient and God into idolatry, God judged them. So, just like today under grace, if you're a bad Christian, if you disobey, if you think grace is a license to sin, God is going to, going to give you a whooping. It's called Hebrews chapter 12, verse 5, verse 8. For whom the Lord loveth, he scourgeth ever son whom he receives. And that means daughter too. So if you're a real Christian and you sin and do evil things, God will whip you too. I'm thankful for God's whippings. Oh, I've got, a, I've got my share. Do you understand that? Because I'm his kid. I have the Holy Spirit. Nobody gets by with anything. You understand that, don't you? Okay. Therefore saith the Lord God, now will I bring again the captivity of Jacob and have mercy upon the whole house of Israel. Let's hear it for mercy. And will be jealous for my holy name. After they have borne their shame and all their trespasses by which they have trespassed against me, and when they have dwelt safely in their land and none made them afraid, when I have brought them again from the peoples and gathered them out of their enemies' lands and am sanctified in them in the sight of many nations.' 
Then shall they know that I am the Lord their God, who caused them to be led into captivity among the nations, and I have gathered them into their own land, and have left none of them any more there. Neither will I hide my face any more from them, for I have poured out my spirit upon the house of Israel, saith the Lord God. Ooh, baby. So, very soon, that Ezekiel 38-39 war is going to happen. Russia, did you hear this? Russia, Turkey, Iran, Sudan, Libya, and Ethiopia will come down against little Israel. God will destroy five-sixths of them through earthquakes, pestilence, fire, and brimstone, torrential rains. God kills them. And then they just die and go to hell, of course. Thank you for that. What a terrible way to die and then forever be in torment. You don't have to do that. You can repent and get saved today. Pray with me. Dear God, I see it. I believe and understand that Jesus Christ died for my sins and rose again. I repent, Lord Jesus. Cleanse me by your precious blood. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and spirit and be my Savior and Lord of my life. I give myself to you completely, both now and forever. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. And please baptize and immerse me in your Holy Spirit today. And I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the broadcast of Exceedingly Abundant Ministries in cooperation with Bethel Worship Center of Joplin, Missouri. Bethel Worship Center is located at 3125 West 20th Street in Joplin. Weekly service times are Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and a Wednesday evening Bible study at 6.30 p.m. For more information, visit their website at BethelJoplin.org or send an email to Pastor Gary. His email is GaryCulp at Yahoo.com. Please join them again next week as they continue to expound on God's truth in a relevant and practical way.